you may contribute a verse. I'm Josh Munkin, and this is the podcast, You May Contribute a Verse, which has a simple mandate to give voice to creators their struggles, successes, and the stories of their creation. And now, got two podcasts to talk about today. One of them is mine. This one, the one you're listening to right now. Life got chaotic last year in the fall, and so I took a bit of a break so that none of the balls I'd been juggling would be dropped. All those conversations I'd planned for the back end of season one got put off and will, I'm hoping, be revisited as season two. Some of them will be more exciting because of what's happened in the intervening six months, and that includes today's conversation. Starting season two of You May Contribute a Verse with one of those queued up conversations. Carlin Trammell and I had planned on having a chat about his long-running podcast called Nerd Lunch, put together by both Carlin as well as his two buddies, Jeej and Pax. Nine years this podcast has run, and the occasion of my conversation with Carlin, or CT as he's known on the podcast, was the end of that podcast. We talk a lot in our conversation about transition, finality, and the passion it takes to keep something going so consistently for so long. By comparison, I made the first season of Verse Show run from April to September and then took a break for as long as the show ran. Much love and many props to Pax, Jeej, and CT, who have weathered a lot of changes to their personal life as well as to how the internet works over those nine years. Fair warning, one of the things you could rightly assume about a long-standing podcast between good friends is the number of in-jokes that blossom from those conversations into their own insular language. Let that language and those terms that pepper our conversation be the spice that sends you to their massive back catalog. Again, I got a lot of respect for the massive creative output that Jeej, Pax, and CT have made over those nine years. I'm proud even to have made a couple of appearances in the last year and to now be Carlin's last podcast recording before a long and well-deserved hiatus. Let's go now to Carlin Trammell's verse. CT, how are you feeling two days after the launch of your final episode? It has been a little uh, weird to get so much attention, you know, because it seems like in the last two or three years, we've put a podcast, put put an episode out and it's just like, uh, you know, we'll get, we'll get a couple people who chime in on this or that. Uh, but this one, we're, it's like, we're hearing from everybody, people crawling out of the woodworks, congratulatory. It's like, kind of like when we first started, it was a little bit of that, uh, there'd be a little bit of that, um, kind of like discussion on Twitter or, or whatever, what have you. And so it's been nice to have that. It's been uh, surprising. It's like, oh, you're still listening or, oh, you ch- you <laughs> jump back in for the last episode. Uh, in fact, just, just before hopping on here, I learned that uh, somebody uh, had done a shout out on their podcast about our podcast and they've been listening for years, apparently. And I, I had no idea. So mystery listeners. Yes. It's kind of a, a bring me flowers when I'm alive, not at my funeral kind of a situation. <laughs> a little, it's a little bit like that. It's, I mean, I should point out that there was even a tribute video that I, that I saw pop up on Twitter. It was a tribute video. Yeah. We had somebody do, uh, they, somebody commissioned art, uh, for like, they like, I guess they paid somebody to draw like caricatures of me and, uh, Jeej and Pax, the other two guys on the show peppered in all kinds of Easter eggs, uh, from, from the podcast, different things that have come up, uh, before on the show. And he paid, he paid for this. <laughs> he paid money for this and sent it to us. We had somebody who, uh, took a song and rewrote lyrics and recorded a song and did music for it. And that we, that that's in our final episode. It's just, uh, it's fascinating to me that people are putting so much effort into people, people have been inspired to create because of our show. Well, you know, I, I sent you an intro email to lead into this conversation and I, I led with mushy stuff and that's actually a good segue to, to talk about that. Um, Jeej knows this. He and I worked together in a previous employment of his, but, um, you know, when he left the place where we both, both worked, he kind of opened an invitation. Oh, come on and be a fourth chair at some point. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'd listened to the show before, and had never felt like there was any sort of newsy or hooky justification for me to be a guest on somebody else's podcast. And so I directly attribute Nerd Lunch for to me starting 
this podcast. Uh, Jeej had a Sweet 16 that he was putting together, had me on the Sweet 16, I think it was in July of last year, 2019. And, um, and it was because of that that I actually got my feet under me and got my stuff together and, uh, and started doing this podcast. So that I could have something to plug when I put my thing in the thing. <laughs> what was that topic? I can't remember what the Sweet 16 topic was now. We did. Now uh, you're putting me on the spot and I can't remember. But it, we did ice cream cones. and Oh, uh, we did ice cream, ice cream flavors ice cream in uh, at third movies. Yeah, were the two that I was on. Okay, okay. I have a sweet spot for the Sweet 16. Yes. Nice, there, but there almost yeah. was another one. They're like one more. We almost did one more, but the the pandemic, uh, we just we we were like exhaust. We're just exhausted here at the end. It's like it, it's almost like it's fitting that we're ending the show in the middle of of current events. Does it make it harder? Has it made it harder to pull the last couple episodes together since our situation's been different? Um, not, well, I don't know how much it contributed. I think in some ways it sort of made it easier. Um, just like as as there is an explosion of new content out there as everyone's now and that was already happening before the pandemic certainly everyone's you know starting their own podcast and, and, and nothing wrong with that you know you you start a podcast and it's great and but <laughs> you know, charge. <laughs> the, the the landscape is getting crowded and and the pandemic now everyone's got their their videos they're doing and and it's just it's just gotten a lot there's a lot more to it so it's almost like you know what we i'm good i'm good i don't need i don't be i don't need to be in the middle of this now uh so that that in some ways helped um my my particular situation hasn't really changed at this point i'm still fortunately working um so there wasn't there's not like this extra there's extra stress because i'm worried about the livelihoods of people that I know or the the health of people I know, but there's no like direct stress on me or my family at this point. So it didn't, it didn't interfere or impact the ending of the show in that way. I should bookend my, my mushiness uh, by also saying that, um, you know, you, you kind of drew a line in the sand with the podcast ending. Uh, and I, I texted a bit with Jeej about this, but um, you know, there's a, there's a time limit to how much you're uh, you're going to leave your, Yeti or whichever, you know, whatever your microphone is out on the desk before you hang it up for, for a year or more. And you, you said as much on the last episode, but, um, uh, you know, again, I stopped, uh, doing the podcast when I changed jobs last year, mm-hmm. uh, and, and went through a, a little bit of stress and just, you know, cutting, cutting some things out that didn't bring me joy at the time. And so this was a nice reason to go back into production now that we're, uh, the household is controlled a bit and, uh, and I can think and, and right. know what my job is. And so I'm glad that we can have this conversation. Absolutely. And, uh, and uh, we, you know, we had talked, we've been talking about this for, for months. Uh, and so I'm glad to do it. And I, this, uh, is in fact going to be my last recording. So there, I think there'll be another one I've already recorded that'll come later in the year, but this is the last one I'm recording. I heard about that one. There's a bit of a delay. Um, <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> Uh, this is not going to be Barbara Walters style where we start bawling or anything. Although well, who I am knows? Fresh. Who knows? We may. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm fresh off of the the last episode. I just finished the last couple of minutes of it right before we started, and um, I don't know if you're willing to admit to it, but there seemed to be a little shakiness in everyone's voices. At uh, the very I think end. so. Yeah, yeah. It would actually <laughs> help. That was not the last one we recorded. We recorded. Um, uh, we recorded that before the end because I think we knew like this could get weird if we um, if we make this the actual last one we record. So we we bumped it back and pre-recorded it, uh, not in where we would have slotted it. So there there was a little bit of that kind of going on in the behind the scenes to make sure we weren't like sobbing and stuff. <laughs> I mean, there's certainly value in having you all sobbing on mic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of it's us a realness. Wanted, no one wanted that yeah. on our end. <laughs> what do you think now? I mean, it's all done. What do you think now that it means for you and Pax and Jeej going forward? In in what way? In in our relationship? In our in our creativity? It's been not, or? Yeah, I mean, it's it's well, the creativity we'll get to, but it's been nine years that you all have held yourselves to the standard of let's week in and week out get together and prep 
and have an hour or more long conversation, um, that's going to change the nature of how you all interact. Uh, I would imagine. And I, I have not had this steady a relationship with anybody except for my (laughs) wife, uh, for that long. Right. Gigi and I go way back. We go, we, we've known each other for quarter of a century now, you know, I'm going to say it, say it that way because it makes it sound really old. We, we uh, met when we were freshmen in college and, um, quickly became great friends and, and stayed great friends all throughout college. And then he wound up living in the same town. We lived in the same town after college for, for a few years. And, uh, then, you know, he, he left, came back. I left. We've just stayed in touch. Nerd lunch has been a huge part of that. We started the blog to stay in touch. The other guy who started nerd lunch, which wasn't Pax. It was another guy uh, named Patrick. The, the three of us use the blog to stay in touch. We have email threads. We have text threads now. We've migrated to that. So I, I certainly see that Jeej and I will continue to always be in touch. Um, but Jeej, Pax, and I also have a text thread. We're all the time texting each other. And I don't see that going away anytime soon. Um, I suppose it I suppose it could. You know, There's always something that could come up. But, but I, I hope it doesn't. I hope we're always kind of... Uh, staying in touch. I, 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 I do worry that uh, there might be some trailing off amongst the three of us, certainly without that weekly or bi-weekly uh, audio check-in, but uh, we'll just have to make more of a concerted effort to, to do something. Yeah. When, when, what was the impetus for PAX coming on? I, I know it was 2011 that he joined, but uh, but what was that switchover that, that brought him in? We knew we were not going to be able to commit Patrick to a regular podcast. So initially, when Gigi and I were talking, it was well, hey, it's, you know, it should make it should be the three of us, the original, the original three nerd lunchers. Patrick wasn't going to be able to commit to it on a regular basis. So we uh, thought about it. We looked. We we had had. Um, We've been following Pax's blog for some time, and he just had his writing style and the stuff he would write about, the stuff he, uh, the stuff he would say. He just had a, a certain spirit in in his writing that we we said this is this guy's a kindred spirit. We can just we can just tell it. And he'd been following our blog as well. We'd had some interactions, uh, commenting on each other's blogs, and and then and then we that all kind of migrated to Twitter, and Pax isn't doesn't live too far away from me. We, we live about two and a half hours apart. And uh, so I finally was like, you know, we should just, we should just meet up. We should just get together and, and meet in person. And um, we hit it off pretty good, you know, pretty right off the start. And so it just, it just seemed like a natural fit to, to, to bring him in as the third person. And, and somewhere in there, I don't remember really why we decided to do the rotating fourth chair so it would be the three of us and then have uh, rotating guests. And uh, I think that was, that aspect was what really helped the show. Um, even though we, we had to figure out what we were doing as a show and we had to, we had to learn PAX and PAX had to learn us. Um, I think it helped to have that random element that was always there because even though we hadn't really learned each other, like the show was always changing it was pretty dynamic because we always had a different guest. There was no like, oh, let's follow along and see how they learn each other. But because every episode was something different for quite some time. So I, to some extent, it, it helped, uh, even though it probably delayed our really gelling as a, as a trio. Yeah, but it gets that. I mean, to your point, it gives you that sort of rough around the edge uh, element of... Um... Danger was the word that was going to come out of my mouth, not element of danger, <laughs> element of the unexpected, I suppose, um, to keep you all sort of on your toes. You don't know what you're going to uh, get from this new person, unless it's Michael May, who's been on a bazillion times. Yeah, Michael didn't come along until way later. Yeah. Michael's an interesting story. We Michael, um, Michael grew up in Tallahassee, but had moved away, and uh, I moved to Tallahassee about 15 years ago. And when, once we, we moved here, my family and I was, we were attending a church where Michael had attended when he was growing up here. 
so I never knew, I never met Michael. I never learned. I didn't, didn't know him or anything. Eventually, years later, uh, after having been here, one of the guys at that church uh, just said, "Hey, you know what?" He had to throw through Facebook. He's like, "You know what? I think you and Michael would would be good friends." And he connected us on Facebook. And I can't really connect the die. I can't remember what happened between that and Michael being on the show, but um, somewhere and somewhere in there was like, "Oh yeah, I, you know, I, he does seem like a cool guy. Uh, he should be on our podcast." And he turned out to be the guy who's been on the most times and is going to kind of take over that feed. It, at, at risk of sort of treading on the sort of <laughs> the, the masculinity of it, it the, you're, you just told two really sweet stories of building friendships, which in the age of podcasts, it's really hard to do. Um, in your last episode, you leaned really hard on just that the fact that you have built so many strong friendships over these last nine years um the question is not is podcasting uh <laughs> is podcast podcasting a way to make friends which i suppose it is to a certain extent but is um wh what has the podcast done for your personal life it has uh, helped. It is. Well, I mean, I think it has helped in my making friends. I, and I, I referred to this, I think it was in the final episode of, but I've talked about it several times. Uh, we've gone on, we, we've gone on trips together as, as the, the trio we've met up in Atlanta, we've met up in Chicago, Pax and I have met up a couple of different times. And in through that, we've, we've sought out other people who've been on our show and met up with them, even in my own family vacations. We, we went to a, a trip in Texas a few years ago and my wife and I went to New York a couple of years ago. And uh, part of, part of my trip planning, vacation planning now is, Oh, who do I, who do I know from the podcast or who do I know from Twitter that, that lives in that area and I want to meet up with them. And it's not the kind of thing that I would have done before the podcast, but uh, through the podcast, through having had these conversations, even if it's just been three ran, you know, three different random hours or episodes over the course of a few years, um, it's it's great to be able to sit down and see this person in person. Uh, in New York, we were hanging out with a guy named John Cross for several hours. We were, we were getting like the full tour of Lower Manhattan and. One of our guests, Jay, was uh, driving us around New Jersey. And it's like, if you step out of that, if you set aside the podcast aspect, it's like, I just got in some guy's car. I don't, I, I don't even know. I've never seen this guy in person before. I get off a train. I hop in this guy's car and he's taking me and my wife to who knows where in New Jersey. I'm only doing it because he's been on the podcast separate the podcast. It seems weird to even say that, that I, I would do something like that. It, it seems weird. It, is it weird? Has it, it, has it, it been weird, weird for other people, I guess, <laughs> to, uh, to understand that aspect of you? I, I think it grows less weird as we get into this. I mean, this is something that would have been a lot weirder 10, 15 years ago, but uh, it, it doesn't seem as weird now. It's only if I step outside of the situation, I go, okay, this is, this is, weird. I don't really, I don't really know this guy. <laughs> so maybe some alarm bells should be going off. Pro possibly, but <laughs> we survived. <laughs> yeah. You survived nine years of encounters with people you've only talked to. Has it had impacts on your, uh, your non sort of uh, friendship making life? And the, and the hook for that question is that for me, you know, doing, doing a podcast and interviewing people is sort of a natural extension of what I do for a living. But I understand that it, that's not necessarily the case for you, Pax, and, and Jeej. But has it built you up in any way that you can sort of measure? I think it's given me a, uh, a personality or maybe that's the wrong word. I, th I think it's given me, I think I've been able to create a persona with the, you know, with the podcast persona that is not always the same as just my sitting around at home or even my work life persona. I've been able to call on the CT of nerd lunch at times for uh, presentations for um, I've, I've gone on job interviews and I've said, okay, this, this is the time to be more like 
CT from Nerd Lunch. It's, it's time to kind of take control of a conversation. If I need to step in, ask questions, you know, be conversational, uh, be, be bolder than I ne- not, you know, would have necessarily been before having done this experiment. It's helped with, uh, with, I think, uh, yeah, experimenting with things. Um, I, I did another podcast as well. That I don't know if you ever listened to it. The pod James pod podcast. I, t- I referred to it in the last episode. That's a, even another kind of a persona of myself, much more experimental. That, that, that show sort of fueled things that happened in nerd lunch as well. And I, I think that has channeled into uh, my work life and, and interactions. If I need to, I like, I, that, that, there is something there. There's my podcast self. I can, I can call upon and, and use. I don't, it's not, I wouldn't say this is even my natural self, but, but it's there. It's a sort of muscle memory you can draw on to yeah. some extent. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, so the end of it, um, why, why did it go on so long? Um, <laughs> which is maybe the wrong way to phrase that question. <laughs> why did the you impetus? not put me out of my misery? Why, yeah. Right. Why did you not stop doing this sooner? Um, <laughs> why, uh, you announced a great deal of time before the end that it would be ending. Yeah. Um, which is a different fate than probably the vast majority of podcasts, which just peter out into non-existence and trail into, you know, old archives. But, uh, but you were very clear that it was time for the show to end. You said as much at times, but, you know, there were, there were certain things that you wanted to get done before you called it good but what what was the inciting incident behind you know we we gotta we gotta close this chapter i don't know if there was an inciting incident i i think that there were a few different things that that happened some of it kind of goes back to what i was saying sort of right off the bat is is we we had seen we'd start you know we start releasing episodes and there would be really no interaction and that the three of us had always kind of wrestled with that early on. I think Pax less so than me and Jeej. Um, I, for me, you know, it was important to create. It was important to hop on the the internet phone and and hang out with with the guys and have these conversations. But there was an aspect of like, if I'm putting this work into it, I do want to have people listen. I do want there to be an audience and it seemed like there was uh, not only was there less of an audience, but there was less of an audience that uh, that was really interacting and caring. I was seeing other podcasts come along that were doing the same exact things we were doing. And I felt to be quite candid, I felt inferior to what we had done. We had already covered some of these topics and I felt like we'd done it pretty well. And then we were having the same kind of pool of people on Twitter, social media, uh, no longer even acknowledging that we'd already covered this ground and they're just praising these other shows that, that have come along. And uh, so on some level, it's like, well, we I guess we've just kind of run our course with with this group. That's part of it. Um, then, then you combine that with, there were just a few episodes we had done that were, well, every, all of its work. Uh, there's preparation there's preparing and you know booking a guest thinking of topics uh doing the if you if you're assigned a movie you have to watch to do this the 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 topic you have to watch the movie you have to do some sort of prep work if we're creating something that's work recording it editing it uh you know if we suddenly are like well it'd be funny to have foley art in this then we're doing that so there's a there's a certainly a lot of scale of some some shows had more work than others and uh, you get to a point where you're like, why am I, why am I putting so much work into this if no one is really listening? We, we had one in particular, episode 300, where I put a ton of work into it and it got really no response. Like no one, like no one cared. <laughs> so that kind of was part of it for me where there was just, I didn't sense that there was an audience and I didn't really feel like there was uh, a, a purpose in doing that much work for this product anymore. The other, the other thing though, too, was I think fandom has 
changed. And I think it really changed with The Last Jedi. And, it, and it's probably always been there, but there, there, seem, there seems to be a lot more of an adversarial audience with uh, your, if your opinion isn't what I share, or it wasn't, wasn't what I think that I am, you know, the kind of the cancel culture idea. And I'm, I'm not interested in arguing about things that ultimately don't matter. I, I'm certainly open to discussing it, but I just this whole like I, I disown the existence of you because you don't share my opinion about a Star Wars movie. Like that was seriously going on. And I, that whole thing, that almost ruined it for me as well. So those were the two kind of the the big things for me as far as pushing me out of uh, of wanting to do the show anymore. I feel like it would be not uh, the odds would not be long that maybe the one where you talk about uh, what are we going to give up? Uh, and, and for, I think most of the, most of who was on that episode, star Wars was, <laughs> was one of the discussion topics. <laughs> I mean, that's real. I, I personally grew up in, with my dad's version of fandom, which is meeting up and loving a thing together. And I think that that's really sweet and we don't get enough of that these days. You're absolutely right. But was, were you, uh, were you Pax and Jeej on the same page about that? Was there any sort of conflict with regards to it's time to slow this role? And, and, you know, what was that discussion like? No, we were, uh, we were supposed to meet up, uh, in October of 2018, we were going to, the three of us were going to get together and hang out in Tampa for the weekend. We were going to record a podcast and, and go, uh, I can't remember what all the plans were. And it was, uh, it was on a weekend and, and the Wednesday before that weekend, Hurricane Michael came through the area where I live. And, uh, I just wasn't going to be able to get away. It hit, it didn't hit, uh, Tallahassee directly, but we didn't have power uh, people uh, where I worked, one of our locations had been hit in, air, in the area where, where that location was had been hit. And so I just wasn't going to be able to get away. So I wound up having, we had, we wound up canceling that, that trip. But shortly after I sent the email to, to Jeej and Pax, and I wrote out this whole thing and like, th- this is kind of where I'm coming from. This is how I feel about it. I think we should, I think this whole thing, I think, I think we're just kind of coming to a close. And, and, and in that, I think I pitched the idea of let's, let's not just end it. Let's do a sort of a farewell tour. Let's announce it and then take, take time. Let's let people kind of, let's not spring it on them. And some podcasts do that. We're like, well, well this, you know, this was our last episode and, and I don't want to do that. I, I, I want to give people a chance to kind of go on this one last, you know, one last journey together sort of thing. Kind of, kind of like when you knew, Star Trek The Next Generation was in its last season. You could you could just savor every episode if that's what you wanted to do. And the response to that email by Jeej and Pax was, yeah, this is I was going to bring this up in Tampa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you said this. I, <laughs> I was going to actually talk about this. So uh, we, I think we were all on the same page. I can't speak to their reasons specifically, but I think we were all there. That's that's sweet in its own way that that you all were sort of uh, uh, unstatingly sort of uh, on the same page. Was there ever any different measure of success that Jeej and Pax wanted to get from doing the podcast? Uh, I would say that. So there's different ways of looking at the measurement. What's what's your metric? Um, I, I would say Pax was probably the most <laughs> balanced of all of us because we would, especially early on, we would talk about the we would look at the stats, we look at the numbers, and and I'd be kind of down on it, like why are we why are our numbers down on that? Yeah, and uh, Pax would be like, "Are we having fun doing this? Are we getting on? Are we getting on talking? Are we, are we creating cool stuff? Then let's not worry about it." Uh, so. We had Pax would be the one who would jump in and give us that reminder. Um, I I got to a point where I just sort of got I just stopped looking at the numbers, which was probably one of the best things I could do. I just I just didn't look at them, but I knew I knew they couldn't be great. Um, 
but I don't know. You know, I, I think success, as far as success, I think we were successful in creating a pretty good set of work, a pretty good body of work. I, I'm pretty proud of a lot of the episodes we did. Um, so I would say from that stance, we were successful. And I think we all would agree with that from the stance of an audience or, you know, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what we necessarily wanted. I don't know if maybe that's part of the issue. We didn't have a, uh, I want to have thousands of listeners or I want to have somebody come along and snatch us up in their big, huge podcasting network. Or I want to, like, we didn't necessarily want that. Uh, that was never verbalized anyway. But there was a, some some level of dissatisfaction. Like we'd look at those numbers and like, ah, oh, it should be more. It should have been more. Those numbers should have been more. But maybe then we never like we never would have been happy. We would always have said that too. Well, but then you get into you know the hustle that so many other podcasts do. Maybe maybe without a firm growth plan in mind, but you know some do. Some have a plan for marketing themselves and saying, you know, I'm gonna. I'm going to tweet at a famous person every day and I'm going to cut you know, a snippet into a, a piece that I can put on Instagram and, and grow the audience and target my, you know, my guests. But, you know, there had to be, I'm presuming there was at some point a, a sort of point where you said, well, you know, we could either go this direction and, and, and really put some work into it, or we could just try and have fun with it. Well, that, that not a job. yeah, the marketing, yeah, the marketing, we're already doing so much work as I, as I mentioned earlier to now to add a layer of marketing on top of that, <laughs> we don't have time for that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well that, I mean, that's what always struck me too with the podcast is how much work went into each episode. I mean, you guys didn't, did not ever seem to go easy on yourselves from, as you mentioned, the Foley work that you did to the cutting in music uh, and clips from movies to, you know, really most importantly, just the preparation that you put into each episode. I mean, there was, there's a lot of heart in it because you want to bring your best work to the table and to do so required some forethought and preparation and you cite spreadsheets as you know the the unseen fifth chair or whatever it was right. in the last episode but um <laughs> but uh uh did you guys drive yourselves crazy with the preparation and the holding yourselves to a, a high standard at times yeah I, I mean i think there were times we would go down the aforementioned in episode 300 i think is probably the the one where we i I can't remember all the specifics. I mean, I think there was a little bit of strife behind the scenes on it. We, we wanted to do something big on the 300th episode, but then as we approached it and some of the ideas we had for it, we, um, we, I don't know, we just, we weren't all kind of seeing eye to eye on it. Uh, we, we eventually got what I think is objectively a fun episode, but uh, by the end of it, I, I just was burnt out on it. Uh, it was, it was so much work and, kind of angst to get there. Um, but there are other things where I would feel like I would, I would do the work and I would delight in the work. I would delight in the prep work there. There was one episode where we were doing um, like reboots of television shows or, or like a sequel series to television shows. And I did um, I think I did West wing and quantum leap on that episode. And I just like went down this rabbit hole on trying to come up with what would a, a, modern quantum leap TV series B. And uh, like, I, I've, I've not, I've not stopped thinking about it. Like I still am working on that. <laughs> we have a few minutes left if you want to explore that. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, there's just certain times where something, some idea would hit and it's like, I, I want to do nothing but this now. I want to just do this like this. And, that, and that's what made the podcast so much fun at times is when you'd find that just that vein of gold. And he's like, I, I want to just dig here. Well, one of the things I was going to ask after is how um, specific to your personalities, this sort of inter intersectionality is of the podcast. I mean, again, referring back to the last episode, you talk about things that you may have done more of, or may have done differently. Um, the, the thing that's near to near and dear to my heart, pastime and nerdiness wise is video games. And you all hardly ever talk about video games. <laughs> Uh, and I know Gigi's thing is wrestling or has been uh, wrestling in the past. Um, I, I could take or leave that. But uh, 
I, I guess that's that's the thing that occurs to me to bring up is that um, it, it seems to be made up of what you're most passionate about rather than yeah. yeah rather than necessarily exploring things that are maybe not your um, not your area of emphasis for you to investigate uh, and, and I guess in that sense uh, it seems more like fandom to me the mutual enjoyment and exploration of something which with which you are particularly passionate yeah good observation i think that i think that's the case i think it wound up being then a an intersection of where the three of us overlapped or and this happened too where if i wasn't going to be on then jeej and pax would take that as an opportunity to do a video game episode or take it as because i'm i'm not a huge not a huge video game guy personally or they would do a Kung Fu movie uh, episode or something. Some, and, and the same with if Jeej wasn't going to be on, then Pax and I would take the opportunity to do a comic book theme episode. And that's kind of where it really was. Where where do we intersect? And there, there too was an aspect with, with our guests not really knowing where they were going to be on, a, uh, on something that certain – certain things like a topic like video games or wrestling, you know, you might get somebody on who's pretty, pretty well versed in that. But if we're doing something about like the movie menus would be a good example where you've got four different movies coming in to uh, an episode and it would inevitably happen where somebody has been assigned a movie that I haven't seen. And they're talking about the menu items for their movie. And I'm like, I got no idea if this is really funny or not because I just haven't seen it. And, and I can't really comment on it. And that, and that's, that's where it's, it's, it makes the most sense to have the intersectionality because we're all going to be able to chime in on, on those, on those things we all have in common. If I'm coming to the snacks, I know about movies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If I'm coming into it and I haven't seen uh, Joe versus the volcano two, and that's what the movie menus on, then I'm not going to have much to say about it. I don't know, spicy food, <laughs> hot Cheetos. I don't know. <laughs> right. That, that would be the other thing that would happen is I'd get assigned. We, 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 we did a lot of that where we would assign somebody else. So this, in the movie menus is, is one of those things. I, I would assign, say, Jeej, a restaurant, and Pax would assign him a movie. And they uh, then he'd, he would have these random combinations and have to come up with a movie menu for that restaurant. And I would inevitably get assigned a movie that I had not seen or I hadn't seen in 20 years. And that's part of the prep work then is hunting the movie down, <laughs> rewatching it, taking notes. I mean, it's over now. This is your last recording before you're done with a microphone for good. What's what's next for you in particular? And I, I know you covered some of this in the last episode, but I'm I'm curious to hear you restate it now that it's it's me and you and you've had a little bit of time to reflect yeah. on that. I had been doing the the I, I had done videos before we did the audio podcast I'd done three episodes of a web series and it was incredibly difficult at that time for for whatever reason it like we couldn't shoot like at the time we weren't being we really couldn't shoot a video on our phones like we just weren't there yet where now we can and so I've I have transitioned back to doing these videos called nerd lunch visits where I'm uh, showcasing local businesses and local things. And theoretically I'd like to go back to doing those, but right now I can't because of the pandemic. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly what that looks like when that starts back up and what that looks like when it does. That's been on my to-do list like oh i'll just transition to videos when i'm done but uh i don't that's not really gonna it's not it's not the cards for right now you you plan on making things harder for yourself (laughs) by having to clean up for every time you want to create some content yeah um i i don't know i mean i think that that i wouldn't mind doing some writing i think i talked about this on the uh, last episode as well or even referring to to what i just saw the quantum leap 
idea or I've come up with these things before on the show and it's like here's my pitch for here's my you know my one page pitch for this idea but uh it would be fun to sit back and sit down and actually write a script or or thoroughly flesh something out and really see if it would work again I I have no illusions that I'm ever going to make Flash Gordon 2 starring Sam Jones I mean certainly not but it'd be fun to develop a script just for fun. And explore a space with a little more space and a little less churn, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Just sort of like, okay, I just, this idea worked on a podcast pitch, but is it, is it viable? I mean, even that quantum leap idea that I had on the podcast pitch, I I've since thought, well, that, I don't think that really works anymore as I've thought about it. And so if I were to sit down and write it, it would be different now than what I pitched. But I, that's that's like part of the creativity. Like, oh, okay, as it develops, as it evolves, what does it look like? And, and it's just a different stage of that, of that creation. So it'd be fun to get to that. Just get deeper into something. Stop being so surface level. Well, what what do you find and maybe you don't, don't know because it's been nine years of of surface maybe not necessarily surface level but you know week in week out production are you the sort of person that thrives better with a little bit more time to consider things it's a hard philosophical question to answer, <laughs> I <suppose>. <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm very project oriented and so uh, I don't know if you, the few, a few months ago, Adobe was doing those creative types tests. I don't know if you saw those hmm. do a, do a search on Adobe creative types. I think the test is still out there and there's, there's different kinds. And so what, you know, there's, there's, you know, your idea people and there's your, uh, you know, more, I, I can't remember what all eight of them are, but I'm, I'm a producer You know, I'm a, I, I like, um, I can come up with ideas, but I like to take an idea and see it through to the end. And if that's going to be, a week, you know, if it's a, an episode of the podcast, that takes a week. Great. But if it's going to be something that takes a longer time, uh, I like to sit back and figure out what that plan is and, and produce it. I, I don't know if the, the time aspect of it matters uh, as much as it is just like, if I, as long as I'm seeing progress, as long as I'm hitting some benchmarks and getting somewhere, then I'm feeling pretty good. I hope you see it through. What's next? I mean, I know you, you've said it on the podcast as well, but you know, there's a different podcast. So uh-huh. we'll say it again. We'll say it sure. again. Um, Nerd Lunch as a brand presumably is not going away. I know the feed for the podcast is going to change uh, and you're handing the reins over, right? Yes. To Michael. Yeah. So yeah, Michael May, who's been on our podcast several times and and about two years ago he came to us and said hey what if i did a show where i um maybe it's even more than two years ago now what if i did a show where i took the all the fourth chair guests and uh i i hosted them and you don't have to be on it so not jeej and pax nor i were on although i think pax we've all been on it a time or two but uh it's he he's basically taking our show, he's he's the Nerd Lunch Trio, and he's going to call in the same people and take the show that he's been doing, the this fourth chair army invasion. He's going to rebrand it. I think in June it's going to get a new name. It's up to him to announce, so I, I won't step on on that announcement. Um, but the, yeah, the feed will change, and then all those old episodes of ours will be on that feed, but the, the logo and all that stuff will change for the for that particular podcast feed. And I think you'll still put it up on the nerdlunch.net website is the plan. So it'll still have an association with nerd lunch and uh, the nerd lunch website isn't going to go anywhere because I uh, accidentally paid for another two or three years of hosting. So it's still going to be around. (laughs) (laughs) So at least uh, what's there is there for, I think two, two and a half years. That's good that you feel you can't, you are free to feel as though a chapter is complete then, and that the story will sort of live on in what you've deemed to be capable hands. Mm-hmm. I think, I think he's demonstrated himself to be, have pretty capable hands. Oh, absolutely. Are you happy about it? 
about the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, Michael and the and the whole thing. Yes, and we're, two, am... we're two days after the after the launch, I guess. I'm bookending with, you know, how do you feel going forward? I feel a little relieved, uh, having gotten the episode out. I also feel, on some level, I don't feel that much different because I I, I think it hasn't really hit me yet. I think it's going to be the kind of thing where like, I'll get, I'll get to October and I'll be like, I haven't done this in a while. And now, well, I don't know about the itch. I'll just, it'll be like, I, now I know like now I, now I'm recognizing that it's over. It's been long enough that I haven't done it, that it feels it now it feels over. And I don't, I don't know what I'll feel at that point. I think, I think I'll feel some level of sadness, but I think right now I'm still sitting in this, this, just this relief that, that it's, that it's over. And not in that, not in this, like, Oh, I'm so glad it's over. And like a bad relief, just in like a, okay, we crossed the finish line. I can take a breath kind of relief. Yeah. I mean, to put it in your terms, you can take a breath and call this project done. It never Mm. had an end date before or when you started it, uh, but it does now. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm happy for you. It's a, it's a big, long project. Uh, and it's a lot of content over 500 hours. It's a, it's a big thing you guys did. Yeah. It's, it's staggering. When I was pulling those stats, it's, it was pretty staggering to, to total that up. It was, uh, easily 500 hours of it was ours. And then there's like another hundred hours, uh, potentially that wasn't ours. So some, somewhere in that five to 600 hours uh, of content creation. Over nine, over nine years too. That's the other thing. It's it's crazy to step back and think we started this in 2011, and just think about how old our kids were. And one of one of Pax's kids, I think, was yeah. One of Pax's kids hadn't even born yet. Uh, she didn't come along until a year or two later, year year and a half later, something like that. Uh, and was on uh, the podcast. And yeah. was was cooing on the podcast early on and. Yeah, just the just the amounts, the amount of change, good and bad, the all that stuff that's happened. Um, it's uh, it's yeah, it's just, it's, it's kind of crazy to think. Uh, not you know nine nine years. That's that's some kid going through high school, college, and beyond. You've graduated. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I'm happy for you. Um, closing this chapter, finishing all this work. Uh, and I am honored to have been even a small part of that, even in the end credits of, uh, of the video game, when you beat the final boss, <laughs> my name shows up. Uh, thank you for uttering it and having me on. Um, yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what you do next and what happens with the feed. Yeah, me too. I'm excited, excited about that too. And, and th- yeah, thank you for being on. It was a pleasure having you on the, uh, was I was I only on one of those with you, or was I on both of those Sweet Sixteens with you? I can't I remember. I think you were only on. One. I think I was only on the ice cream I, one, right? Pat, the uh, you were on the ice cream one, and Pax won that one, uh, <laughs> and then the third movie one. Maybe you were not there. Best, best third movie in a series. Maybe you're. I can't, right. re- I can't remember. I That's know. what so happens. They start blurring together. It's always it's <laughs> always funny. We we had uh, we had one guy. We had one guy who always did comment to uh, on us on Twitter, and I would I would we would record these episodes and we'd edit them and plop them out there, and um, but so a week will have gone by because we'd edit, we'd record on a Tuesday and we put them out the next Tuesday, and inevitably uh, somebody would come to us on Twitter as they're listening and they're like they'd say something to us, they refer to something that happened in the episode. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. I've I've completely forgotten <laughs> everything about the episode. <laughs> And yet you listen to it again and cut it all together and put the work in and you just put it out and put it out of your mind. Yep. It's just gone. (laughs) That's the nature of creation. Well, before you hang up the mic, you want to do one last couple of. I I can. Yes. Is that, is that how you want to end the show? Is one more. Should I be, it would be an honor. Do the other thing I realized I didn't do a, my Fozzie bear in like the last two or three episodes. And I was thinking before I hopped on, I was like, I need, I need to do Fozzie Bear on a podcast oh, again. Again, I would be honored. Um, <laughs> Fozzie, tell me what you'll be up to next. Where are you playing next? <laughs> 
well, uh, I, I haven't been booked yet because uh, uh, Disney's got me really strapped down. They, they, they don't think I'm very funny. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. Waka, waka. There that you go. That's, that's well, I, you, your, your final legacy is I'm going to play that for my kids and they're going to really think that I actually talked to Fozzie Bear. <laughs> I should have done the whole show as Fozzie. Well, this has been uh, this has been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you for having me on. As well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, I'm honored. And let's uh, let's wrap it up with a kapla. Kapla. All right. What a way to end a podcast. It should be noted that that ear splitting kapla is actually Klingon for success or good fortune and is how Nerd Lunch ends every episode. And with that, episode 20 of You May Contribute a Verse is in the bag. Carlin Trammell is Nerd Lunch. Check him at Nerd Lunch on Twitter and Facebook, though he might not be as quick to answer these days. You May Contribute a Verse is a homespun production produced, edited, recorded, and conceptualized, marketed by me, Josh Munkin, from the darkness and comfort of my basement. Find the show on Twitter and Facebook as at Verse Show. That's V-E-R-S-E-S-H-O-W. Find me on everything as Josh Monkwords, all one word. The artwork for You May Contribute a Verse is an amazing picture commissioned for the podcast from a very talented artist, Charlie Munkin, age six and a half. Love you, Charlie. The show's music is provided graciously by Robbie Czar via tracks from his album, A Tragic But Happy Horse. Engage with his music and musings at partist.com. That's P-A-R-T-I-S-T.com. If you would be so kind, however you're listening to this, let me know if you do via rating, which is nice, or just a quick message. It means a lot to me. And remember the answer, that you are here, that life exists, and identity, that the powerful play goes on, and you may contribute a verse. <laughs>